Welcome. This is the Life Habits Podcast Series, and my name is Carl Vradenberg. This is the series that helps you to learn new habits to optimize your life in order to stay sane in this crazy world. This is episode number 30, and the topic for today is staying focused. Let's start with a series of quotes to get us thinking about this topic, starting with an Italian proverb that says, Often, he who does too much does too little. Johann Friedrich von Schiller says, Lose not yourself in a far-off time. Seize the moment that is thine. Alexander Graham Bell says, Concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. Mariah Carey says, Never, never listen to anyone who tries to discourage you. William James says, Act the part, and you will become the part. Robert Henry says, Do whatever you do intensely. So that's the focus for today, the topic of staying focused. I got thinking about this topic as I look through the point at which we've now gotten to on with this overall series, and that is we're up to episode number 30. That's an awful lot of sessions and an awful lot of advice that I've given you. And we have had, I think, once or twice in the past, sort of a f- reflection or a taking stock kind of uh, episode. And rather than doing one of those for the 30th show here, I thought it might be more appropriate and more relevant to really hit a topic that in some of the feedback that I've received from you may actually be really appropriate. And that is that when you have an awful lot of material coming in, and this is only one source of the information that you need to deal with on a weekly or bi-weekly sort of basis, every day you have all kinds of information impinging on you, all kinds of things to do, all kinds of things to process, all kinds of things to take in and prioritize and get done. And one of the biggest challenges, I think, in dealing with all that information, dealing with all the things that we have to do in our daily lives, is in fact staying focused. We have all kinds of distractions. We have all kinds of things we could be working on. We have all kinds of hopes and dreams. We have all kinds of resolutions that we have made for the year as well. And you're probably like everybody else, and that is that there's a real challenge at trying to make sure that you can still keep progress on particular topics when there's so much going on. It'd be really easy to get something done if you only had one thing to do ever, right? You'd be able to be pretty clear what it is that you need to do. Uh, It'd be pretty clear that uh, you wouldn't uh, have any other uh, distraction with regard to it if you only had one thing to do and there was only one thing you could do. Virtually nobody that I know of has that situation. And so, We really are all in a situation where we always have competing areas of of influence on what it is that we should be doing and could be doing. And we, I think, need to have some additional thoughts on how to improve 
in this area, not so much in, in this area in terms of improving a core set of skills to carry out. It's more a bunch of ideas to keep in mind in order to deal with your day-to-day, you know, living. And as such, I've also been thinking about the overall format of the sessions we do. There are certain sessions that really lend themselves well to coming up with a top 10 list of items to do. Why is that? Often they are even in order in terms of you should do this first and then you do this and then you do this and, and the like. And there's some that really make sense that way and there's some that also make sense that there are 10 generally of those things that make sense to you know focus on. There are other things though, there are other topics though, like this one, that really doesn't lend itself as well to a set of items and not necessarily 10. In fact, I'd like to tell you about some ideas and some thoughts for you to consider that are fewer than 10 because in order to stay focused, I think you need to have fewer than 10. And so I'd like to stray from the format that I've been running with pretty well the whole time with this podcast series thus far, and that is coming up with the top 10 list and we go through them in order and the like. And occasionally, or for topics that really do require more of a list of themes for you to think about, or not even a list, it's just a sharing of a number of ideas that I have. I won't do the full sort of top 10 list and use that kind of more structured format for it. So today's session is going to be more one from the point of view of sharing a set of themes of things to think about when you want to stay focused. So uh, we'll go through a number of those ideas now. I wanted to just also tell you about the first thing I wanted to, to go over was really this notion of clarity of vision and purpose. And I got thinking about this. My, uh, my middle son, who's uh, 10 years old, and my daughter, who's uh, 16, recently had to get glasses. And it was an interesting experience because it's one of those cases where, you know, you get tested to get these uh, glasses, you go get them. And um, as adults and adults that have been wearing glasses for some time, the experience is just one of, okay, yeah, get new glasses and you can see a little bit uh, better than you did last time if your prescription needed to change somewhat. It's interesting, uh, my 10-year-old's experience with this was uh, one of being identified in school through a um, one of these uh, pre-assessment things that they do and that they identified that there was possibly a po- problem there. He hadn't really complained about not being able to see things necessarily, but he... Um, he went into our uh, ophthalmologist and got uh, assessed. And I knew immediately as we were going through the assessment, because I was in the room as well, that um, he wasn't able to detect uh, letters uh, very accurately from a significant uh, distance. And so it was pretty clear that he needed to have glasses and actually needed to have a reasonably strong prescription. But what was really most interesting about this sort of overall episode was that uh, when he actually got the glasses uh, and what he said, it was sort of all of a sudden, it was like, oh, I can I can see clearly now. I The whole world is a different place for me now. Now when I'm in class, I can see everything 
uh, on the board. And this was an instance where, you know, he just didn't know there was a problem before, and we hadn't really detected any, any real problem in that regard before either. But what's interesting is when you do have the ability to focus, you have the ability to actually help the lenses in your eyes to be able to see clearly, it's a pretty dramatic experience. And it's one that now he won't take those glasses off because he basically wants to stay focused. He wants to be able to see everything that is able to be seen in the world clearly. And that really is sort of the overall theme here of this session as well. You want in your life to be able to correct your lenses to the point where they are attending to and keeping in focus the most important things in your life and making sure that you're achieving things that you need to. And of course, the overall analogy doesn't, you know, completely work all the way through, but I wanted you to keep that idea in mind that you want to have some, you know, glasses on your uh, life and not just what you see with your eyes so that you've got that real clarity of vision and clarity of purpose. Now, we've talked about that a lot in the past, since the first episode we did together in terms of what it is that you really are all about, what you would like to be all about, what you'd like to be known for, what you think to be the most important that things that you need to be working on. And that's really an area that you really need to think about. I've said it many times through this series, but it's important to use, I think, a number of approaches that'll help you get to the point where you know the things that you need to be working on. And a bunch of the things we have probably talked about in this series and the various topics we've gotten to, you may not have been able to get to those things effectively or get practicing them appropriately because you're not able to focus as well as you can. So that's really what we want to go through today. So the first one really is to start off with making sure that you have this clarity of vision, this clarity of purpose of what you actually think is important. And it may be, for example, even one of the things that you chose as your New Year's resolutions but really making sure that you can actually accomplish it. So you got to do that, as I was saying, on the things that are most important to you, right? You also need to, and this is a really important one that I'm not sure we've talked enough about in the past, and that is to stay in the moment. It's very, very easy to get distracted by the past, get distracted by things that you're influenced by with regard to your previous experience, you know, on a topic. You can also get distracted by the future where you're planning, you're worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow or next week. You can be the most effective if you can just stay in the moment. Do the work that you need to be doing right now with no other focus on the past, the future, just the moment itself. If it's a piece of work that you're engaged in, let's say, whether it's some studying you're doing, some reading that you're doing, you know, at uh, at university, if you're 
looking at improving yourself, you know, in your job, let's say, or you're just carrying out a piece of work that you need to be doing at work. It's very, very tempting to get distracted by thinking of thoughts that are outside of what it is that you need to be doing right now. If you really do take all of your energies and just with blinders on, you know, work on that piece of work and do it, this is the other really important thing, do it with your absolute greatest energy, intensity, and with a real focus on striving for excellence, you'll be able to stay in the moment. So if it's a matter of doing an activity that you've done many times before, then it might be in your job, for example, you can also optimize your uh, piece of work or whatever it is that you're working on by really uh, focusing on the task and doing it better each time. That's not only going to be something that's going to be useful to your uh, to your job and to being more effective in it, it's also the case that it will make you that much more pleased with yourself. You are going to be improving yourself quite dramatically. Try, try that this week, in fact, with an activity that you may do on a regular basis. But this time, don't just do it mindlessly. Don't just do it in the routine way that you've always done it. Instead, just have razor focus on doing that activity. If you think about anything, don't think about the past, don't think about the future. If you think about anything else, think about how you can be even more effective at it, how you can think about and explore other aspects of that thing that you're working on, whether you want to do some other Googling of topics around that one so you can even know more about it no more background on it. And, you know, it can only be general here because it could be any number of things that you want to apply this to. But really stay in the moment, focus on how you can do that activity even better and how you can get engaged in it even more thoroughly in order to enjoy achieving significant results with it and getting an awful lot better at it too. That kind of focus, focus on improving, focus on really trying to develop your skills and your knowledge even more effectively for a piece of work that you need to be doing right now. That really is something that's going to drive your level of focus and be that much more effective at doing this over time. The other thing you want to do is to remove distraction. Now, this is more of a an easier thing. Uh, you can improve your environment uh, around you more effectively. You want to make sure that you're not going to get telephones ringing. And we've talked about this before in other episodes over the months that we've been having this session. But you want to, you know, turn your, your, your phone on uh, going directly to your answering machine so you don't answer it. You're going to turn off your you know, instant messaging and the like, you're going to really make sure that the work that you're going to do is going to be really, really focused. And the, one of the ways to do that is to get rid of these distractions. The other one is if you wanted to go do, uh, even if this isn't work per se, but you want to spend some really good quality time, let's say with one of your children or with your spouse or with a, a friend there again to get rid of distractions, get rid of, you know, the cell phone, get rid of the 
any other uh, ways that you can get derailed from really focusing on what it is that you want to focus on. You want to go do some reading, you know, with one of your kids, make sure that the door is closed and make sure that you're doing it at a time when you're not going to get distracted either. Choose the time that you can spend with um, your, uh, your son or daughter to carry out this activity because you'll be able to, once you've removed those distractions and chosen the right time to do it, you'll be able to enjoy it that much more. And, you know, people really appreciate when you give them your undivided attention. Living in our world of distraction, you know, and I catch myself on this many times too, because I, I tend to multitask a lot of the time, but I need to explicitly and expressly and with real thought choose the times that I really do need to focus. So it doesn't mean that you're going to be doing this all the time. You know, it doesn't mean that every single moment of the day you need to be doing only one thing at a time. I'm not at all suggesting that. All I'm saying is that choose the times that you can be disrupted, times that you can be interrupted, that you can be doing more than one thing at a time. Many of us, many of us have to do that a lot in life. But the real point of this session is to also choose, though, the times when that isn't appropriate. Choose the times that you really need to, based on the activity that this that requires this, to make sure that you're appropriately engaged in a very focused way to be able to carry that out. And it's more and more important than ever to be able to choose those times and choose those times effectively. Also want to ensure that you really enjoy yourself doing this. And, you know, you're going to find, I think, that there are certain activities that if you do them in this way of multitasking, you're going to enjoy certain things there because it really feels good to be doing and some of you uh, probably experience this, others may not ever have this experience, but I have it on a regular basis, that I really feel good about getting off a lot of things done, staying in contact with my entire team at work and also, you know, my friends and family uh, with, you know, text messaging and messaging on the computer, using a variety of different, you know, kind of technologies and the like. It really feels good to be able to accomplish a number of different things sort of all at the same time. But if you have the wrong focus, if you don't have dedicated focus on certain activities, that's a real dissatisfier. That's a real stressor. So if you really need to concentrate on a very important, you know, email, let's say that you need to write, or a really important conversation, very sensitive conversation that you need to have with someone, and you're now, in fact, distracted during it, that causes huge stress. And not only does it cause a lot of stress, it also makes you far less effective. You're not in the moment. You're not engaged with the other person. You're not using your full brain to apply to that particular activity. So you really need to decide, you know, which activities need to really be done with 100% focus. And that 
you need to get rid of all those other distractions, as I said a minute ago. But you'll also find then that while you might enjoy the things that you like doing in a multitasking way, you might really feel like you're getting an awful lot done, and you probably are, and that's enjoyable. If you appropriately determine what types of activities need to be done in a totally focused way, and you then carry those out in that way, then you're going to be all that more pleased with and you're going to enjoy your activity doing that all the more too. I find that if I need to just quickly read something that um, I just need to get the gist of it, I can be doing that while I'm doing a number of other things and I could be disrupted and like. There's certain things that I need to read though that I really want to immerse myself in. You know, whether it's a novel or if it's a nonfiction, but I really want to concentrate. In order for me to truly enjoy that, I really need to focus. I really need to devote 100% of my brain to that and not have any distractions. So you can more effectively enjoy yourself by appropriately determining when you need to be 100% focused and when you can and perhaps should be able to be doing certain things in a multitasking way. And the last idea that I wanted to share with you on this topic of staying focused is to not feel discouraged. As I look over all of the topics that we've gone through, there's an awful lot of advice there to take in, to learn, to practice, to get good at. And while I know that not all of you are taking, you know, all of the items in order what I expect you to, all of the items that I talk about at any one time during every episode and every single one of those ideas try to implement, try to get better at, you're in all likelihood choosing certain of these items to work on and get better at. But even with that, we are in a an environment where we always sort of expect to have huge success at everything that we do and also have almost instant success when we're trying to improve. And as, as I've said many times before, a lot of these things that we're working on here are difficult. That's why, you know, very few people are very good at all of these things. I still am working myself every day on these items as well. Uh, there's a level of of achievement in terms of any of these topics that we talk about that I think anybody still can strive toward getting better at. But what's really important to realize, too, is that you really shouldn't be discouraged. So if you're trying to focus, you're trying to hone these skills of making sure that you determine which situations may be most appropriate for focusing and the like that we've been talking about in this session, if you don't achieve that, if you find yourself being not as effective at it, don't be discouraged. I've heard some really great stories over the last numbers of weeks. A number of them have been emails from a number of you, other conversations that I've had with a number of people too, that have, you know, really experienced some significant challenges. Some people have lost their jobs, some people have had, you know, serious very serious illnesses that are going through pretty uh, heavy-duty treatment for them. Uh, There's 
bunch of people that have talked about the relationship problems that they've experienced. I want to convey here and relate to you that it's absolutely amazing and so heartwarming and encouraging to hear the number of people that are applying the kinds of things that we've been talking about here to, to those situations and absolutely taking a positive view of them. And as a result, doing really well at it, seeing opportunities where others have not seen those opportunities, seeing an opportunity for a whole new life, the opportunity for not necessarily carrying on the way that they've done in the past because they were, you know, working in one particular job for a long time, seeing the opportunity for, you know, doing an awful lot more education, really improving themselves during this period. Others that have seen, you know, serious illnesses as sort of the wake-up call to realizing the things that are most important in life and making sure and making a commitment to themselves that they're going to focus on these most important things in life and not be distracted by the things that you're often pulled into that other people think are important. Often when you have a very serious illness, you think a lot about your own mortality and you have insight that many other people don't have. And so hearing from people that uh, that I know and that have contacted me with regard to those kinds of circumstances and the way that they are in fact approaching them, like I say, is exemplary. And I would suggest that all of you think that way when you're approaching your day-to-day activities. Think about this whole area of focus and say, okay, what is most important for me to work on? And I'm going to be really kind of, um, I'm going to look at my own perspective on this as being really important. And I want to make sure that my areas of focus are going to be on the things that I think are important. And I'm going to use some of the ideas that I've talked about in this session to make sure that I'm actually going to be working on those things myself. So those things are really, I think, important. And I think it's really important to see how people who have had significant challenges are reacting to them. And I think a lot of the things that we've talked about here provide you with the ideas, with the techniques, with the the approaches that will help you to address those kinds of situations. There are people that that tend to look at the glass as half empty. And I think that what we really need here is this whole notion of seeing the glass as half full, that you really have huge potential, that if you engage your own brain, your own heart, and engage with others in the ways that I've been talking about here and then focusing You've got huge, huge potential. And I wanted to also, again, reinforce, and again, as I hear from a number of you via emails, I'm encouraged that you, the people that have been listening to this podcast series, are really engaged in, in a way that I think many other people are not, in really trying to improve, 
trying to hone skills, trying to work on the topic areas that we're talking about here that are often not seen as being the things that are most important to do, but they're often the things that will make you happiest, that will make you more effectively engaged with the others around you, and as a result of all that, even be that much more effective in whatever you do day to day and the things that you think are important. So my congratulations goes out to all of you. You're all unique individuals that have strengths, that have motivations, that have skills that you can hone effectively with a number of the ideas that we've been sharing together on this podcast series. And I'm really, really encouraged from what I hear from a number of you where you've been applying these ideas. But remember, this is a journey. There are times when things don't work as well as other times. You need to still get back again and say, okay, now let's try it a little differently. Let's apply some new ideas. And I hope that the ideas that I've shared with you today with regard to the topic of staying focused will provide you with another set of ideas that will help you further improve down your journey in becoming even more effective. like to continue to encourage you to send me your emails. You can also uh, go to any of the other places that I normally point you to with regard to the show notes, which are available at lifehabits.net. And of course, the podcast itself is available directly in iTunes. But you can also, very importantly, write to me using email at lifehabits at gmail.com. So that's the topic for this installment, and we'll talk to you all next time, and bye for now.